0: The Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. This is the Unruffle Podcast, Episode 39.
1: This is a podcast about recovery through creativity.
0: We live an intentional life... We thrive. I am Sandra Primo, and I'm Tammy Salas, and we are the unruffled. Hey, you. Hi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Even though this actually isn't New Year's Day when we're recording this, I'm so excited about New Year's Day that it kind of feels like it. I'm just. It was helpful to do this now. Yeah, transporting <laughs> myself to New Year's Day.
1: <laughs> yes, it is my favorite day of the year, and it did not always used to be my favorite day of the year, so I am just super happy to talk about it and that we get to have, like, release a show on the High Holy Day of January 1st,
0: 2018. I know, I know. Yep, you're right. New Year's Day for me was always still a drinking day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Because
0: <laughs> even if I didn't go out New Year's Eve, I definitely drank at home or, you know, drank somewhere. And sure. yeah. And uh, yeah. And so New Year's Day, it was hair of the dog. It was mostly,
1: yeah, it was mostly hangover. It was just a full day of resting and napping. <laughs> And feeling a little slow are all the words that, like, I used to use to describe a hangover. Foggy. Right. No. Tired. No. (laughs) I just need to rest. Gosh, (laughs) so tired. Don't feel well. I must be getting sick. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Sick Uh... and tired of being sick and tired. So it has always, I shouldn't say always, in the last, um, seven to ten years it has been an important part of um, kind of looking at my life and today I hope we can go through this I have all these notes but just for me when the process started um, and then to where I am now with it and I looked back at it when I woke up early this morning to jot down my notes it's been a path to recovery these January first days you know (laughs) It's been a slow path. I looked at how it all threaded together. I didn't know it at the time. And that's what's kind of beautiful. Um, When I look back at the words that I chose, you know, words for the year and the way I set my intentions on, on New Year's Day, I was trying to kind of create a better life and trying to, like, set an intention to get there. I never made resolutions, though.
0: Did you? Um, I don't. No, if I called them resolutions, I, I I never really I never really wrote out resolutions, okay. but I definitely had intentions. Like this is going to be the year that I get my shit together, that I drink better, that my career takes off, that I you know I'm a great mom. This is the year, so I had intentions. Yeah. Um. But not necessarily resolutions, no.
1: Yeah, well,
0: because I, I knew it's... that I would fail. <laughs> I guess I, I I knew that I failed yeah. at resolutions.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I, guess um, I just, just had fo-
0: terrible follow through with everything.
1: Yeah, I think that word resolution—it's such a buzzword, right? And it and it's almost doomed to fail. I'm going to yeah. resolve to do this. Well, it's also kind of a—I mean—an intention is a stronger word than resolve for me resolve feels a little softer to me off rolling off the tongue and it also just feels like I don't know when I really resolve to do anything I
0: don't really use that terminology so it never stuck with me yeah I don't know I think I have the opposite thought about that I think resolve feels more definite intention feels a little softer to me but you know, either way, mm-hmm. I couldn't follow through with anything. I, I never could. So We're same thing is what you're saying. <laughs> right. Well,
1: that's what's like the power of words, too. For me, um, with my background of, of working in law firms and writing a lot, and you are a writer, I imagine, like, words are really important and have been important in my life. Now, I say that And then on the other hand, though, I I've softened to a lot of words that used to really bother me. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes I put value in them. And, and now in sobriety, there's a few words that I don't, that I'm just like, they're just a word, like the word alcoholic. I think like a, that's just a word. It informs a room. I don't put a lot of weight on it, but the words I pick for the year, a lot of weight on them. I really, they're, they're valuable to me. They're important. And, um, and
0: picking them, and the whole process of picking them is really, really important. Well, do you want to talk about that for a minute? Why don't you, you explain, yeah. if you've never heard of picking a word for the year, um, if any of our listeners have never heard of that practice, why don't you explain it?
1: Well, this is how it was introduced to me or how I came to it. Um, I, I went, I used to sign up for, a, this is really, you're going to laugh at this maybe, Sandra. I used to sign up for a New Year's Day four-hour yoga workshop. And I just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah me laugh. yeah you okay okay cut. you all right right there <laughs> Catch your breath wow stay with that's stay with <laughs> I would do it once a year whether I needed to or not <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I would be hungover oh yeah like majorly hungover <laughs>
0: God, and, that's a lot of
1: work for New Year's Day. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Mm-hmm. Because it was a penance. I was I was punishing myself a little bit. huh. sounded real good to tell everybody, oh, I'm doing a four-hour workshop. Yoga work. Bur- no. Mm-mm, hurt. But it gave me a lot of time to think. And that's when I was Or looking... wallow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah. Take sips of water. <laughs> so parched. <laughs> um, and my yoga instructor who is very much a part of my story of, of my recovery, um, turns out, um, she would invite us to write down a word to set our intention for the year. And she would hand out little three by five index cards, nothing fancy. And she would say, I'd like you to sit and meditate on, you know, what you want this new year to bring you kind of, what kind of feeling, what kind of intention are you setting for yourself, for your practice, um, what what do you want to see in your life? And the first year, I was like, wrote a bunch of stuff down. And then I saw that everybody else was only writing down like a word. A word. Right. <laughs> and Tammy's like brain dumping onto this index card. I'm like, can I get another one? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Again. So I I sat there for a little bit longer. And so I put it under my mat, but then it didn't feel right. And so I pulled it out. And I crossed out all the words, and I turned it over to the other side that was blank. And I just wrote, be present. And then mm-hmm. I put that under my mat, and then we did the practice. And, mm-hmm. and so I kept that card, like, on my desk. And um, and that was really it. That's how I started doing the practice. That was in 2010. So that was, yeah, seven years ago. And I think it's been... Um, a guiding force in my life um it it doesn't always hit me in the head every day that that's my word but when I have like big decisions or things to think about or you know as we'll go through I'm going to share my words that I picked but I um the 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 idea behind it like when I when I'm stuck on something I go to
0: that word and Mm -hmm. it helps
1: so that's how I initially started was was back then
0: So you've been doing it since 2010. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Yeah. I have not been doing it that long. I only heard about it. I'm pretty sure in sobriety. So that would have been 2014. So, you know, the year was already over halfway finished. Um, And I think I heard about it on a podcast or something, but I couldn't even tell you what, which one, what the story around it was or anything. But, um, but then for 2015, I did pick a word and that, that word was evolve Mm. and, um, that was a great word for me for 2015 and, um, yeah. And so that's when I started the practice and, um, so I've only been doing it for a little while, but I love that. That's a great one. Yeah. Evolve is a good word. Yeah. It's a good word for people in recovery, I think. Anybody, if you want to use evolve, go ahead.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing, too. I think um, – oh, good, I'll pick up with 2015, too, but I'm going to just tell a couple of words from the backstory real quick to catch up to you for 2015. Um, the following year, I picked balance. Mm-hmm. So I would go to this workshop with my girlfriends. Casey would go with me, my other girlfriends. And something inside of me just was, knew I was off. Like I was drinking way too much, having a lot of shame. Like I said, I'm hung over while I'm in there too. So these thoughts are like omnipresent in my
0: mind. You're already beating yourself up a little bit totally. probably.
1: So balance was what I was craving for 2011. 2012 was the word moderation. Now, again, this is all <laughs> before I stopped drinking, right? right? <laughs> and this is all before I really thought I wanted to quit drinking, I, mean, I only thought about quitting drinking in 2014. So this is all prior, which that's why I think it's just kind of this little unfolding. So moderation was 2012. And 2013 was Let It Go, which I, I forgot mm-hmm. about that one. And 2014, now that was the year that kind of I knew I wanted my life to be different. And I was tired of living the way I was living. And that word I picked was acceptance for that year. Mm. And I don't know. That's when I started journaling every single day at my kitchen table was 2014. And that was the Mm -hmm. first entry into that journal was the word acceptance. So Mm. I just kind of love that, how I looked at them all this morning and was like, oh. Yeah, Yeah, they tell a story for sure. They do. So 2015 was the year. You know, I'd had a really bad week of drinking after Christmas that I've shared about prior, you know, on previous episodes of the podcast. But New Year's Day, I woke up without a hangover, surprisingly, took myself to the beach. And I was like, shit's got to change this year. Like, I'm done thinking about it. I'm done researching people who don't drink. I'm done. I'm done feeling like this way that I feel. And so I picked the word shed. And that word – I had no idea where that word was going to take me because I still drank for the whole month of January. Um, and I quit on February 3rd. But that word, ugh, oh, was such a guiding force
0: in 2015, mm-hmm. which I'm sure
1: yours was too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because when I started the practice, I'd already been sober for about half a year. but But I had already felt like I was evolving. I mean – Already, and so yeah, that word really carried me through uh, through the through the year for sure.
1: Yeah, I wrote about it. Um, I'm going to make a little bit of noise because I'm on my computer. I have them up here, but I wrote about my words for the year on my blog. So if anybody searches Tammy Salas word for the year, um, you should come up with some blog posts. Um, and shed was a huge one. It was big. I. I purged my whole world, you know? I purged closets. I purged my wedding gowns. I purged old love letters. I purged... Um, I say purge, shed. I shed things. So I, shed, I mm-hmm. shed wearing my contacts in sobriety. So I wear glasses all the time now. Like, I didn't want to... I wanted to be the most authentic me that I could figure out how to be, which I think I'm still mm-hmm. figuring out how to be. But I kept just releasing things from my life. I kept just... Saying, that no longer serves me. That no longer serves me. People, situations, um, physical items. It just all became this really, hmm. Yeah, it just, it was it was present every single day. What else can I get rid of? I need mm. to lighten this load. You know, whether it was physical items or emotional items. I burned a bunch of love letters, old things, my old wedding album from my first marriage. Like, I got rid of just
0: oh wow. so my stuff. <laughs> yeah I was like, that, that's go. all of those things you've mentioned I still have <laughs> actually, i I did get finally get rid of a wedding dress, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, nope, well, my wedding dress had wine spilled all
0: over the front mine of it, too. So... mine had yeah. mine I, I mine actually had beer and wine, I think both spilled on it, but yeah, it was a it was a tragic mess, Ugh,
1: yeah. And when I found that, I think I've written about that before, and I know maybe we've talked about it here, but I just it um. I looked at it, got a little teary, and I was like, that's got to go. Like, I'm not, I've been carrying this wine-stained wedding gown around for all of these years, for 16 years. Never opened it up, never looked at it. So when I took that plastic off, it's like it took my breath away. Mm -hmm. I remember that night, and then I was like, nope, I can remember that I got married. I don't have to keep dwelling that I, at this, you know, I'm lugging this thing around that is of no use. Right. Yeah, no one can wear that thing,
0: you know. You know what I did with mine? You do? Um, so so it was uh, right before Halloween and someone put on our neighborhood listserv that they that their teenage daughter needed an old wedding dress to hack up and pour blood all over <laughs> her zombie bride. Oh <laughs> I've got the perfect dress for you. <laughs> and you gave it to her? Uh-huh. That's great. <laughs> it was a beautiful dress though. It was uh it was uh, it was just a very Jackie O. It was a vintage like a '50s vintage Jackie O dress. It was really beautiful, but yeah, it was stained. It was ruined. It, you know, so yeah, yeah. I anyway, do know. I do know, it I know became a Halloween how you know. Halloween costume <laughs>
1: like a Carrie scene or something, right? Yeah, all yeah, it. sure. It worked great for that. <laughs> Well, that was, so that was just a powerful year. I mean, you already had six months of sobriety under your belt, but I'm sure, I mean, I going back this morning, like I said, and thinking that we were going to be talking about this, I'm so glad I wrote the things I wrote when I wrote them or that I documented kind of this change that was happening Mm -hmm. because it was almost like this little memory lane of feelings and thoughts. And I was like, wow, I, I've been working really hard to become the person I want to be, you know, and I kind of had these, 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 uh, blog posts to go look at. And I was like, nice. Even if nobody else ever read them, I wrote them for me. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. uh,
1: We've talked about that in a prior episode about writing and blogging and kind of, you know, getting your, getting your thoughts out. Um, and so, yeah, shed was just awesome. And once I did it, it was like, I couldn't stop. It was, it's a noun and a verb, the word shed, and it just, um, I just kept doing it, and it felt felt really, really good. Um, what about 2016? What did you pick? Do you remember what you picked for
0: 2016? Uh, no. No, wait, no, I'm going to let you go okay, because okay. now I'm confused. Maybe evolve was my 2016 word. I, okay, but you go ahead because go okay. you, you you were a little more prepared for today than me. So I'm going to let you. you keep going. I love it so much. I'm like <laughs> word,
1: word of the year freak. Um, so then in 2016 rolled around and I had a lot of momentum with Shed. And so I decided that my word for the year would be work. And I like that because I wanted to um um you know, I wanted to kind of finish the things that I just started by shedding all of these things. I kind of started a few things. I was working the steps. Um, I wanted to work harder at school. I kind of wanted to yeah, just fine-tune all of these things that I'd kind of just unlocked. And so I had a little a little list that I'd shared. I wanted to work on like my morning routine, uh, my recovery from alcohol. I wanted to work on my marriage. I wanted to work on my friendships and relationships. Um, I wanted to work on my um, collaboration with Holly, which was the mantra project that we started. And I wanted to work on my home and my creative world. And I had, that's when I just had the little inkling of the beginning of the Ray of Light series. I wanted to create it for an art show was my dream at that time. So I thought, well, I'll work on that and maybe make something from that concept, which I did. And I wanted to work on um, shifting my habits. And so it was a lot of things that I could work on and it didn't feel like I would be a failure if I didn't do all of them. It just felt like just the action of working it's just action would drive me forward in my sobriety. And I kind of needed that push because I had, you know, 11 months Um, by the time the new year rolled around and I didn't want to lose momentum. And I didn't want to say, Oh, I just quit drinking alcohol for a year. I wanted to really make it part of my lifestyle.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really, um, yeah, that's a really charged word. sort of reminds me of the word I picked for 2018 but yeah it's a really charged word it's got action behind it
1: yeah that was important I think because if I picked a yeah. real stagnant word that was kind of like I don't even know what it, I can't even think but just it, it had to be an action word it had to be a
0: yeah 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 did
1: you find anything did you remember anything?
0: no you remember no it? I, I... I don't. Let's keep going. Mm-hmm. So 2017. Yeah. So, um, so I was excited about picking a word this year and, um, and I, and the word I picked for 2017 was joy. And I picked it because I really wanted to, um, I feel like I had really done all the work, right? I like you like you were talking about for 2016 I felt like I had done the work I really put a lot of work into my recovery and I just wanted to sit relax into that and reap some of the benefits of all the work that I'd put into it and um so yeah so I picked the word joy and I've had some crazy and intensely joyous moments this year and I recall intentionally noticing that when I was in it, like this is your word, you're doing it. This is joy. Um, but I have to say that, you know, joy packs a punch really, <laughs> it's you know, for such a small word, <laughs> yeah. it, it, um, has a really big meaning and, uh, and you can't, really stay there for 365 days. Um, or at least that's what I'm upon reflecting on the word and just my year, I've had some intense, intensely joyous moments, but then I've also had, I've also experienced some pain and struggle this year. And it almost seems like it's the you know, the upside down, like from Stranger Things, (laughs) you know, that you can't have one without the other, you know, you can't have the light without the shadow side. And, um, and so just reconciling that as I'm thinking back on the year has been interesting, you know, unless you make joy mean contentment, which I think it, can be that as well, you know. I like to live in the extremes. Um, the middle is hard for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure that other people can relate to that. Um, the middle seems meh. You know who 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 wants to be in the middle? Even though in the rooms that that's what they tell you: get in the middle, get in the center of the rooms, stay. You know, stay in the middle of the group, and. Um, but the middle always just seems a little flat to me and that's just my personality. I guess (laughs) I like the extremes and I'm sure that's why, you know, that contributed to another reason, one of the many reasons why I drank. And, um, so, you know, but in reflection, I I think too that, you know, maybe I put too much pressure on the word, (laughs) maybe contentment really is can be joyous as well. And, you know, and that can just look like, you know, daily, sweet daily moments. Um, For sure. You know, yeah, sitting have, on the couch with your kids and fuzzy socks and hot It doesn't hot have cups. to be intense joy, right? Right, right. So anyway, I think that going into the year, I was, you know, thinking it, it's – Intense joy, like singing in the rain—that kind of joy, like going to Hamilton
1: with your kids, kind of. Yes, joy.
0: <laughs> that kind of joy. Mm-hmm.
1: You made that <laughs> shit
0: happen. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, anyway, so if you're thinking about using joy for your word, take a little pressure off the word and. <laughs> <laughs> right, watching a sunset, I think, can count as joy as well.
1: Well, that's the thing
0: about picking the word. And
1: I mean, I'll get into, we can get into this a little bit, but for me, I'm, I like to make these word maps and sometimes the words connect to each other. Sometimes it's just a brain dump of words that have been on my mind or that I'm inspired by or that I've read in a book or that I keep writing down because I like how it sounds or how it flows off my pen. That's kind of how I percolate and get my word for the year. And that's what I did with dare. I, um, my, my word for 2017 was dare. Because it's like, I felt like I got rid of all this stuff in 2015 was Shed. I did a shit ton of work in 2016 for work. And now it was like 2017. I want to dare myself to go a little bit outside my comfort zone and kind of go for some things that I've been dreaming about. And so it was a really, really great word um, when I landed on it. <clears throat> and it definitely motivated me. And I did... I looked. So I did a couple blog posts for DARE. I I wrote a post when I had picked the word and I wrote a post, um, a mid-year post kind of saying where I was at with the word. And I did for every month, January through June, if anybody's interested in that kind of thing. But it helped me kind of just assess my life. So I haven't done it for the last six months, but I will probably at the end of the year here. I guess we're at the end of the year. <laughs> I'll do it soon. It would be. I'll do it soon. Hopefully by the time this is up, but uh, we'll see. Um, not making any promises.
0: Um, right. But, no promises. Um,
1: in January of last year, I dared myself to do this year-long interview series called The Ray of Light. And I am happy to report that I have kept that promise to myself, that dare. And I have posted every Friday for the entire calendar year um, an interview as well as I make um, artwork out of an image that a woman sends me. So I have kept that. That has helped me in many, many ways, which I will write about, because my process changed and morphed. Um, It relates to recovery, too. I forgave myself for mistakes. I did my best. You know, wasn't perfect on a lot of them. So that was really helpful. Um, And I also went to a women's march in January. I dared myself to go with 4,000 women and go to that women's march in January, which the introvert in me wanted to just stay in bed that morning. Mm -hmm. And um, so that I was like, well, my word is dare. Like, I should just go do something that's way out of my comfort zone. This is way out of my comfort zone. (laughs) Um, and then, in February, the thing that was i mean, I had a hard February with losing my best friend to cancer, but february um the thing I wanted to say that I dared to do was to show up mm, mm-hmm. even when it was hard like i i I f- had eight flights in February, mm. eight security check-ins <laughs> um, that was not easy for me because that is what I struggle with is anxiety around travel, so I worked on that a lot um in March, I had to give my best friend's eulogy, you know, and that mm-hmm. was going to be really hard. And I just, I I used my word for the year, like, I can do this. It's not going to be, well, of course, it's going to be hard because that's a, a hard thing. But I can yeah. show up for it, you know. And yeah. um, I was counted on and I was of service. Um, and then in April, I think after I came home from all of that, Sandra, I was like, we're doing this podcast. Like, let's do it, Sandra. We've been talking about it for six to nine months. Let's. We're going to make this happen. And you're like, yep. Yeah, Let's do it. (laughs) So I don't think if my word hadn't been dare that I would have been that um, brave. Yeah. I feel like that helped push me. Like, what's the worst that could happen? You know? Yeah. Our moms listen to this or something. Right. (laughs) That's all
0: right. No. Right. Right.
1: Um, And then I dared myself to go to She Recovers. And that was also because of my fear of travel and going to New York and being with 500 other people And feeling like a fish out of water. And I did that. And uh, then I started listing my work for sale this summer. Which I dared myself to do. And I sold my first painting within a week, I think, of putting up my marketplace. I was so proud of myself. So that word, and that's just for the first half of the year. But it really has helped kind of, why not? And then mm-hmm. why, why not do this? Like, why not try? And um, mm-hmm. kind of getting rid of that inner critic, that word dare helped me really kind of get rid of the inner critic. I think that's it. Yeah. I can talk forever about this stuff, but I think that was like all the biggies.
0: It just helped. It helped um, guide me. Right. It's like a guide. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah. That, that was good. Yeah. So, uh, so you have a word for 2018?
1: I do. Do you have?
0: I want you to go. I do. I do have a word, and this word, you know, this is a word that I've always liked. Like when I hear somebody use it in a sentence, I it catches my attention, and it's, it's, and so when I was meditating on my word for 2018, it just kept popping up, and I mean, it is not a flowery, fluffy word by any stretch, but every time I say it, it like gets right to work on me. And so I think that's the thing, you know, when the word is going to click for you, you know, it it makes you, it sort of makes you feel motivated. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, even if it's not an action word, it sort of motivates you in the direction of the word. Um, but my word for 2018 is agency. And, um, if you want the definition, I'll give it to you It's the capacity condition or state of acting or exerting power. And every time I say it, you know, I'm going to take agency on this particular thing, you know, fill in the blank. It just, it, it really motivates me. It gets me, I feel like it, it just goes right to work on me. Um, and so I'm excited about my word. It feels like a strong word, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, I'm in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make shit happen. (laughs) (laughs) Now,
1: do you just meditate on
0: words and think
1: about, like, what your words
0: are going to be? Or do you write it it, out? I did. I did. I didn't write it out this time. I just sort of meditated. And it's a word that just kept kept coming back to me. So I you know, I haven't been able to, and I've, I tried some other words on and they just didn't have the same effect on me that agency does. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, And
1: it's a, it's a, it's a different word. You know, I don't hear it used that often either. And that's why it makes, and it feels super solid when you say it. Right. I know. Three syllables. It's simple though. It's not, it's not too wordy. Mm -mm. No, not a mouthful.
0: Um, I like that. I'm going
1: to write that down. um, well, my word that I was going to pick for 2018 was a mouthful, and it's it's three syllables, but it was too much for me. It didn't feel right, and um, so my word was going to be permission. Mm-hmm. I was going to give my permission. To, I was give myself permission to do some stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, Yeah, well, it's kind of like dare a little, and I've done some work, and I I, I don't know, like it just didn't feel like. It was going to be my word. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, oh, I'll take my notebook this weekend. So when we're recording this, this is a couple weeks back in December. Um, And I was going away to a a yoga and meditation retreat. And I thought, oh, I will meditate on my word for the year. And that's what the only thing I have planned for the weekend besides the retreat is to figure out my word. And... A couple of days before I left for the retreat, I was chatting with a friend and she said, "Do you pick a word?" And I said, "Yeah." And she's like, "How do you do it?" And I told her, "Write it down, do a word map." And she says, "Oh, I let the universe pick my word." Hmm. And I was like, uh, how do you how do you do that?" She said, "Oh, I, I go to a maybe it was a yoga class and she said they they have a little bowl of angel cards kind of by the door and I pick an angel card and whatever the word is, that's my word for the year. Hmm. And it was like, I I, I got immediately really uncomfortable. (laughs) And I go, I I need to have control over this situation. (laughs) Sorry, Control freak type a Tammy is not, I don't like how you do your word for the year. (laughs) So (laughs) she was like, it just takes the pressure off. It's like the universe picked it for me and I'll see what happens. No, I, I like it. I knew immediately that I was going to have to, like, take some of that advice, right? So I was like, okay, well, thanks for sharing. She told me more about her word and how it ended up, and great. So, but I still didn't quite, you know, it was in the back of my mind. So that was, like, on Tuesday. And then on thir- Friday, I left for my workshop. So the opening night of the workshop, I and mean, it was at this um, Tibetan Buddhist retreat center, um, about an hour and a half away from my house, and we were sitting in this beautiful circle of, of um, mostly women, two men there, but mostly women, about 25 of them. And the uh, the person who was leading it says, I have this jar full of angel cards. And I'd like us to do introductions. And I'd like you to pick a card with your non-dominant hand and share with the group, you know, your name um, and your f- uh, I think it was was it your favorite mus oh favorite musician you'd want to see in a concert whether they're alive or dead and your angel card and I was like oh I like how she's doing this okay so she sent the jar around and people started picking and sharing their words and I was like maybe I need this to be my word this is your whatever opportunity pick, right <laughs> whatever comes up for me is going to be my word for 2018 and that's going to teach me how to let go how to kind of listen surrender yes (laughs) all of it right let this um this idea this concept that I don't run the show Mm -hmm. I mean uh, so as it was going around I mean my head was full I'm listening to all the words I'm like oh they're picking all the words I'm near the end I'm not going to get a good word what's going to (laughs) happen
0: scarcity scarcity (laughs) all the good words (laughs) (laughs) there's
1: nothing left for me oh my gosh just the stories right like what we do in our brain but I I had I was determined that it was going to be my word for the year no matter what so that part I'd already kind of just by the time it got to me I knew that by doing this and saying it out loud that it was it was done and so I picked with my non-dominant hand and picked it out and the word was grace And I was like, that is perfect. (laughs) It's perfect because it is a softer, more beautiful version, I think, of permission. Oh, for sure. And so I was like, I will accept this word. Um, I already said I was going to do it, but I might have done it kind of begrudgingly (laughs) if I hadn't loved the word. But it couldn't have been better. You know, couldn't have been a better word. And so I'm just looking it up now. Let's see what it says. Um, I know what I think it means. Um, Oh, my gosh, this is so long. Um, I don't know that I like all this. It's just crazy. Mercy, pardon, approval, favor. Right. Virtue coming from God. Yeah. A charming, attractive trait or characteristic
0: among disagreeable qualities. Uh, I was going to say that it went to work on you right away because you immediately could give yourself grace for wanting to control the word picking exercise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, Control Freak Tammy had a little lesson. Um, it actually just to to be softer and kinder to myself, to give myself grace exactly. in certain situations, rather than permission would be like permission to go do this or do a thing or to, um, it would almost be like I'd be granting myself permission for whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And that didn't seem very, that doesn't seem very graceful. Whereas grace means to kind of be maybe a little softer and kinder to myself. to others. Exactly. And to others. Mm-hmm. And um, so we'll see how I interpret that um, and how that kind of comes, comes into my daily routines, but it feels, um, it felt good.
0: I like it. I already need grace. I need grace right now in this <laughs> holiday makes- season. So I'm going to borrow it, <laughs> borrow it to. for the next week and a half. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It just, it felt like a, like a, um, like a heavy sigh, you know, <laughs> that word when I said it, like, oh, I can extend myself some grace in my life, in my work, in my relationships, in um, in every day. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I like that. I like my word. I like your word. I just thought it was just really, really good practice. So if anybody is out there and listening, like you can, you can copy any of these words you want. We <laughs> don't sure. own them. We do not own Mm-mm. them. <laughs> It's, no and we say, yeah i would say that 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 shed was very effective for me is what i would say Out of all of these words that was a very effective word especially in early sobriety.
0: Mhm. Yeah, yeah, we have a we had one good word thread that someone started in our secret facebook group and so that was fun to see what everyone was thinking about uh for their 2018 word. Um so if you didn't get in on that that thread maybe we'll start another one uh after yeah. this podcast is released and see what everyone landed on
1: yeah i would love it if they would just post their words underneath this podcast when, when, once we share it there that would be so cool Ooh, that's a good idea you know, like, yeah just their one word like yeah no explanation just put your one
0: word like i think that okay. would be
1: really cool for people to like quickly go to that episode and see all of the powerful words
0: good idea good idea yeah.
1: Um, I got a million word ideas today, Sandra. I'm in, you know, I love this stuff. I just really, I feel like um, for all of the resistance I do to a lot of these things that I don't yet understand, um, this practice, um, this practice has just stayed with me and mm-hmm. feels and feels um, grounding. Mm-hmm. At a time, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm looking back Like all the time I was doing this before I was sober I was heading there, you know, I had a little roadmap to where I was going or what I craved or what I wanted. I just didn't know how to do it mm-hmm. yet, you know, not, not, um, wasn't fully formed and and I'm still not right. So that's why we're picking no. another word every year. You pick another word and you kind of keep tweaking it or fine tuning it. And yeah, I'm excited to hear what all the listeners are, if they're picking something.
0: Me too. Me too. Such a fun practice.
1: Yeah. So um, do you want to, do we have any more to say about that? Or do you want to do our three no. things? Just...
0: Yeah, let's just go to our three things. Get we... year started. Yeah, let's get the <laughs> show on the road. All right, so <laughs> so this... I hope everyone is excited about the new year as, as we are. Yeah. Well, like I said, I couldn't be
1: excited before because I was always just hung over and parched and dry. And if not hung over, just hung over emotionally. Like, I was on that New Year's Day of the year that I picked shed. I didn't have a physical hangover, but I was hungover from the whole year. Mm -hmm. What am I doing? Why Mm -hmm. am I doing it this way? And there's got to be a a better way.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had all – I put so – I hinged so much hope on January 1st when I was drinking. Yeah. And – but I usually would let myself down, so – not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore.
1: Well, um, God, have we done one of these in a while? I guess we've had so many lovely guests. We haven't done one in a while. But this is the part of the show where we share um, either three items or things or practices or just little tidbits that we share with um, the listeners about things that are our kind of go-to in our um, either our creative toolbox or our recovery toolbox. Just things that we're digging right now.
0: Mm-hmm. So hmm why don't you start, Sandra? That's okay. Well, thing. my three things are going to surprise you. Ooh, and I'm, this, yes. Yeah, so these are all kind of new year themed, but these are the directions that I'm going into for this new year. At least I'm setting the intention. Okay. Um, okay so my first one is, and I've talked about Ezie Spencer before. She has a, 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 a site called Lunar Abundance Yeah. where you kind of work, you, you set your work goals with the phases of the moon. And she sort of has a plan for you that, you know, you can follow or not, but she has a great, um, free lunar planner that you can download or like, like a, it's a really nice printable PDF that you can download, um, from her site and so it's lunarabundance.com. And I was kind of looking at some lunar planners, but I don't like to get super precious about planners. I just don't because really, I mean, i if I, it's such a rabbit hole that I wouldn't get a planner until March or something. <laughs> so I just decided, just get a planner. Doesn't matter. Whatever. It I don't care as long as it's got like a regular calendar and then like a, you know, a daily thing. Yeah. And then, I'm getting the, I'm down. I downloaded the lunar planner PDF, and I'm just gonna like, uh, just glue it in there.
1: Nice. Yeah. I am surprised by that.
0: Yeah. Um, but you're you... gonna be surprised, mine, But go ahead. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Um, <laughs> this weekend, um, our friend Sasha Karellis. I was with her this weekend. She, she's been on the podcast. She, um, she told me about an app called Just Moon. Mm -hmm. So I downloaded it, but I didn't understand it or, or maybe I did. Um, It's just the moon and it's when it's full, it tells you when it's full. So how much percentage you are to the full moon and when you're not. But since I don't know enough about what that means... I needed an app to tell me more information than that. So I don't, I didn't, that's not one of my three things. I'm just saying that I like that you mm-hmm. picked the, the moon thing. I'm, I'm going to check it out more. Ezie Spencer has me intrigued. I printed out her calendars, still haven't really looked at them. So mm-hmm. I will now that you've suggested that.
0: Yeah. There you go.
1: Um, mine's a really tiny thing. Um, the thing that I do every January, which I will be doing this week, is um, cleaning out my desk um, in the house. And I keep a little folder for the every calendar year. So my it just says Art and Notes <clears throat> 2017. And so throughout the year, I throw in um, a card that Grady made me or a card that my husband made me. I'll throw in um, correspondence that I see from people. I throw in um, random doodles or special things or programs from the school, um, music programs. So it's just like a little folder that's this just in my desk. It's, berge, I mean, it's so full right now. It's just about to burst. And I go through that and get rid of things I don't want, write down people's addresses or add it to my books. But I kind of go through the whole year and then I save all those things and I go out and put them out in the file cabinet in the garage and get a brand new folder for 2018. That's just a practice I do. So there's random things in there. Hmm. Like little mementos or something, but I'm not a scrapbooker, so I don't, you know, um, my Hamilton tickets are in there, right? The stuff.
0: Things like like that. that. I like that. Well, it just keeps it all in one space. Mine is like there's a little pile on my desk and there's another little pile on one of my desk drawers and there's another little pile by my bed. And, yeah, Yeah. your system is – not surprisingly, a little more organized than mine.
1: <laughs> well, you just wait till I get to number three. I'm going to blow your mind. All right. <laughs> get ready.
0: Okay. So, my number two is so, uh, you know, we, we talk about the hormones a lot on this podcast. And um, I had two different people in one day tell me about this product called Feminescence maca life. I'm not going to spell it, uh, but we'll put a link. I'll at least be typed out and possibly a working link in the show notes. But, um, it is a capsule and it has maca root in it. Isn't it a root? Um, anyway, uh, it's got that in it and it's supposed to, uh, balance your hormones. And I think it's working. I think it takes a while to work. It could be a placebo. I don't know, but it's working. (laughs) And Um, um, So you're feeling better? Is that the – Yeah, yeah. So it's a product for – they make – the maca life is for if you're like perimenopausal. And then they have another product that's for like if you are in menopause, I guess. Um, But I had two different random people tell me about – the same product in one day so it's like that's all I need to know I don't need Mm -hmm. to google or (laughs) anything else If I have two different people tell me about the same thing in one day and go on and on about how it's worked for them then that's all I need so
1: okay that's interesting I'm sure Uh I'm sure many of our listeners will be interested in that Mm -hmm. um two mine's kind of boring number two but it is my mainstay throughout the year so it is my <clears throat> let's get this right because I know I said it wrong in the past is it Moleskine is that how you say a Moleskine I, product
0: I think it's Moleskine yeah okay.
1: so Moleskine I always say Moleskini, but I'm probably gonna always say that in my brain but Moleskine it's my weekly notebook slash diary planner I always get the soft cover seven and a half by 10 inches and I'll put a link in the show notes that hopefully you'll be able to get to um and it is just, it's my diary now. So like I was looking at it this morning from, for 2017, and on the left side, they have days. So that's where I put my appointments. And on the right side is just a plain, uh, is a ruled page with nothing else written on it. And that's where I write my list for my household for the week, the things I need to do, my creative things I need to do, and anything related to school that I need to do. So I make three little sections every Sunday, and I fill it all out. And it's just light and it's not too bulky. And I, how really, big did uh, you say it was? It's seven and a half by ten.
0: Oh, okay. So it's little. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it's just, it's, um, I, like I said, I'm really glad that I have, um, well, last year actually was the first year that I used it. I used to use random different ones, but I could never keep up with them or follow through with them. The format didn't work. Hmm. So this is the first year I've used a planner for the entire
0: year. Oh, oh so see, I, I yeah, see, I use mine like, but I keep mine on my desk, so I get like a big one. Yeah, mine's usually, on my desk. Yeah, I a big on one, and I keep it on my desk, and I use it like. In fact, um, I'm almost embarrassed to tell you this, but in fact, I have underneath my 2017 one is my 2016 one.
1: That just won't do, Sandra.
0: It's underneath there. So I just put my 2017 on top with the intention of, you know, oh, I'll need to go back, you know, when I'm in January, February, I'll probably need to go back in December, November. And then it just, it just kind of stayed there. So there it is. It's there. But you know what? It's right there. If I need to look back right and there. see what happened um, this time last year. Yeah.
1: Mine's <laughs> open on my desk every day. And I go to it often to look like, what do I need to do? And and these, my to-dos are not like, not everything that I do is on my to-do list, of course. I mean, how could it be? But they're just things I don't want to forget. And getting older and being the age that I am, I find that I just don't remember those things like I used to. Oh, yeah,
0: same. I have to write down everything because if I don't, it goes. It's just gone, completely gone. Like, even if it's call your mom. <laughs> down. I, I do. I have to, because I will not think about calling my mom. I, I just, I have to, I have to write down every little thing. I mean, the only thing I, I mean, I do remember to pick my kids up from school, but if it's not, if it's a different thing, you know, like if I got to pick up one kid early or something like that, it's got to be written down. It's oh, got yeah. to. Yeah. The,
1: um, the, <clears throat> the, 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 just seeing it visually, since I am a visual person, seeing the list, rather than it being on the computer or on my phone now my calendar is on my phone too but I take that calendar and I write it down on this paper one so that I wake up and kind of don't have to turn everything on to see like what I have in store for the day Mm -hmm. so I love it this year I got red to be a little saucy but I've had the black one was last year so that's
0: my that's my number two okay well my number three again is going to surprise you so um we had Sasha he mentioned earlier on our podcast a couple of episodes ago sorry I don't remember the number but I'm sure you do um and she mentioned this book called Invincible Living by Guru Jagat it is so good It is really good. And so far, I've only checked it out from the library, but I'll probably end up buying it. It's very good. She is a kundalini yoga yogini. She probably has a different title than that, than I just gave her, but that's what I'm calling her. But the book is about kundalini and all of the practices behind it. So it's not just about the act of yoga as a, uh, in the, in the, in the basic sense, I, I'm totally botching this because I'm not a yogini, but, um, it's a great book. It's a book about invincible living. It's so, it's so good. And the practices are really, um, uh, makes you want to do them. And, uh, she's very enthusiastic about Kundalini and it's, uh, it's really cool. I'm already, I'm already adopting some things and, um, it's a great book. So,
1: well, I, I have checked that book out from the library only to take it right back. Because mm. I just mm-hmm. didn't have time to read it or whatever, but someone had recommended it earlier in the year and I got it. Oh, my friend Mary Lou, she went to her um, retreat down in Nicaragua to Guru Jagat's retreat. She told me about her as one of her teachers. But Sasha, I just looked up. She was episode 34. I spent the weekend with her and um, at this yoga and meditation retreat, and Sasha taught her very first Kundalini class, and I was in it. And I was oh so, so cool. Honored couldn't like it was she was so beautiful and her gown and all her gold rings and her adornments like she's like you get dressed up for yoga for kundalini like you were in your whites you're in you, you yeah yourself you know right wow. right she looks so powerful and so beautiful Her head, yeah yeah her head was covered too with this beautiful um i think it was like a
0: cashmere like a wrap thing, um, yeah. It was like
1: a just a, a skull cap kind of beanie, um, but her head was covered because she said so much energy. All of our energy comes out of our head, um, and in Kundalini, that's they, that's why they wear that is to kind of harness all that energy and that power.
0: I'm mm-hmm. probably not
1: saying it all right either, but um, and her 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 class was called the beauty treatment.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah a lot of these practices are for your looks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not, I mean, not a lot, but some are, I mean, it's like a, the whole body experience.
1: Yeah, she, it was, it was really interesting. I was a little nervous to do it because I'd heard about Kundalini I, I think I've done a couple exercises before, but the breath work intimidates me. And um, she just talked about it being just this really beautiful thing. So I'm, I'm open to reading that book and um, I just see how much she enjoys it and how beautiful and radiant she is, my, our friend, Sasha. So mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's her teacher, and she just really can't say enough good things about her.
0: Yeah, I was, um, I'm, I love it. I'm loving it, loving the book. Yeah, yeah in fact, I'll probably, I may even go to a class. <laughs> Ooh, you might take a class. I
1: mm-hmm. Oh, excellent, excellent. Yeah. Well, she
0: said she has a bunch of classes online, right? Yeah, she has classes online, but um, I'll pro- I might go to a, a a real life class in real life. Like I have to what? leave my house and go what? somewhere. <laughs> what
1: is yes. happening to you already for 2018 i know i know new you
0: agency <laughs> taking control of the shit i'm gonna feel really good in 2018
1: <clears throat> look at us with the yoga i don't even know who we are right now yeah <laughs> i did so much yoga this weekend oh it felt good but i did more than i expected um okay so my third thing kind of a big deal for me and um, it will not resonate with everyone and that's okay. But I signed up about five or six years ago to do um, Apartment Therapy's January Cure. And this is to sign up to get email prompts every single day and how to kind of reclaim your home and your space. Now It used to be way more intense than it is now. And now I'm like, not, I don't love it as much as I used to, but maybe because I'm not as intense as I used to be. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But what they do is you sign up for the January cure. It starts tomorrow, January 2nd. Um, So you still have time to sign up. And even if you're a couple days late, you can get in there. There's, you know, they let you do that. And they, there's prompts every day to do something in your home. Um, There's a digital detox day. And it's not anything crazy hard. One day it's like buy yourself flowers for your home. See how that feels. It's like these aren't hard things. But if you have a project that you're wanting to do or something that I want to redo my studio. So that's going to be my January project for the cure. And there's accountability groups and comment sections. And I don't really do that. But I have a group of five or six ladies that have done it with me over the years that we have our secret Facebook group for. And that we help each other. Like, did you do this? Did you do today's assignment? It's just really a way to, like, have a fresh start. And so I'm excited about that. That's what I'm doing. Nice. Yeah. And I put a little something in our secret Facebook group. Um, Apartment Therapy didn't have it on their Facebook page yet, but by the time this airs, if they have it, I will share within our because I don't need more secret Facebook groups. I'd like to keep it all. Right. At. I'll yeah. put a link, and if people want to chat or check in about that, I'm happy to talk about it for the month if if, you, if everybody else doesn't mind. Um, but just talking about like um, how you how how it's going or how that that project's going. But I I do it every year, and it's really really transforms my home. And not just my home. Like it's not, it's not like it looks probably any different to anybody else. But I feel different in my home once I do hmm. these things. So nice yeah so that's my final one
0: that sounds nice I will live vicariously through you because (laughs) I do not like anybody telling me what to do
1: (laughs) (laughs) me either (laughs) suggestions Sandra suggestions you can hit delete on the email if you're like f you I'm not doing that I'm not mopping my floors just (laughs) shut up yeah (laughs) <laughs> no, it's like get, get a piece of art frame that you've been dying to get framed or
0: you know they're just like props. yeah just no, I. that's really I could use all of those suggestions yeah for well, take sure one junk drawer take one junk
1: drawer and see what you can do in 30 minutes mm, that's yeah. it that's the only assignment for the day you know what I mean like it's not too crazy
0: Right. It's all doable.
1: And you just feel replace all of your couch pillows or. Yeah. No. Okay. You can take on a big project, which I am. I'm taking on because I've done it for so many years. I'm like, okay, I know what I want to do for my project and where I want to spend my time. So Mm -hmm. that will be what I will be doing um, this month. Nice. Okay. We did it here. I would. Yeah. I would love to hear people that are listening. If you pick your word and you want to share. Um, Please do so. And if you want to be part of our secret Facebook um, page and our group, just message me or Sandra on um, Facebook. So Tammy Salas and you can find
0: Sandra at Sandra Talbert Primo
1: Mm -hmm. and um, we'll add you to the group.
0: Yeah. And I just want to say one quick thing. I know a lot of people um, get kind of sober curious in January. And so if you are listening to this and you are that person, um, you can still join our group. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you just want to come in and lurk, uh, yeah. there's no rules or whatever. Um, uh, except, uh, well, the only rule is that what is shared in the group stays in the group. But, um, besides that, um, you don't have a cert- have to have a certain amount of days or, or anything like that. Yeah. Um, you can still jump in.
1: And, and um, gosh, we have like two hundred people there now.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've had a, an influx yeah. recently. Absolutely. So,
1: and I know a lot of you guys are following the Unruffled podcast on Instagram, and you probably noticed I only um, post for our show. We only post um, the ep- the new episodes when they're up, and a link to it there but I don't spend any time over there kind of responding to comments or anything. And I apologize for that. I'll try to do that when I can, but I'm just getting social media overload. And so that page is mostly that Instagram page is mostly just so that you can quickly find that week's show. It's in the um, profile and you can click on um, the link there and I'll take you directly to SoundCloud to our, to where the newest episode is. But that's kind of what that is, that space there. And I think we have about 500 people following, um, over on Instagram. So that's really nice. I want to
0: thank everybody. And I
1: guess just thank everybody for, for allowing us to do this this year.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's been really amazing.
0: Been completely amazing. (laughs) Really has. I, it, it diminishes my thoughts when I even try to put it into words. So, but yeah, thank you. Thank you everyone that's been listening and, um, cheering us along we really appreciate it
1: yeah and our li- and, and our guests H- who've come on with us when we you know we're just new to this and trying to figure out how to do it all and so brave to share their stories and allow us to chat with them about it and share it with all of you so this is episode what 39 so it's that's been really awesome we've done it we've done a lot this year with this little show yep yeah. yeah. okay well here's to 2018 my friend. <laughs> I'm cheersing some imaginary bubbly water to you right now. Yep, same. (laughs) All right, (laughs) bye.
0: Okay, bye.
1: Hey Unruffled, it's Tammy with a little postscript for our show. Sandra and I got to talking and we realized we didn't share with you guys that we've been working on some projects that are going to be available in January. So my project is available today and you can find it over in my marketplace on my website tammysalas.com and it's a short ebook about my daily gratitude practice I'll share with you how I got started and how I found my visual voice as well as the tools that I use in my own daily gratitude practice this offering is $11 and um, it will go up to $22 after January 11th so if you want to grab it anytime between now and January 11th it'll be $11 after that it will go up to the regular price of $22 And I totally appreciate your support. If you're into this kind of thing, or if you want to start a new practice, I think today is a great day to do it. January 1st, kick it off. And I wanted to let you know about Sandra's creative offering. So she's doing an ebook as well, and it's called Your Daily Unruffled, 365 Days of Reflections and Prompts for Your Creativity and Recovery. Um, her release date will be at the very beginning of January, and I'm sure she will share that on her Instagram feed, Facebook, um, and our Unruffled um, podcast secret Facebook page as well. So there'll be plenty of places you can find it, but if you want to go to her website, www, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that, um, unruffled.com you can look at her marketplace and check out all of her beautiful wares and, um, Yeah, that's what we, that's what we have going on. And we just wanted to, we felt like we needed to add that to the January 1st podcast today so that you guys could know we have big plans this year and we hope that you'll follow along. Thanks for your support. The Unruffled podcast was created and produced by Sandra Primo and Tammy Salas. Our show is edited and mixed by Steve Hecht. Original music composed and performed by NMMD. Original artwork created by Tammy with the help of graphic designer Chris Vickery. Thanks for listening.